0: What's Going on, y'all. This is Mike Bennett and Mike Baker coming at you with the 20th episode of the weekly tech wrap up. Feeling pretty good about the show today. How you doing, Mike?
1: Doing all right. I'm, I'm you just made me, reminded me that it's the 20th episode. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> losing count. Like, I, even though I'm putting this stuff in there and I'm, I'm I know what it is, I, I don't even pay attention anymore. I'm losing count. But otherwise yeah. I'm good. I'm good, bro.
0: That's good, man. That's actually um where I'm at the, the weather's been pretty good. Can't complain about that. I've been working hella crazy over the weekend. You know, family and, and, and job and stuff like that, but you know, it's a part of being great. But uh, but um yeah, yeah, yeah uh y'all Don't know what we do here. here. Uh <laughs> We bring y'all excellent commentary on what's going on within the technology industry. Uh, we call out those who need to be called out for the fugazery that they indulge in. And for those who are the individuals and the companies who are doing the things they're supposed to be doing, um, we just let them know, let you all know that this is people that you can back. And to dive a little bit deeper into what they got going on over there. So today we got uh, three solid topics we going to talk about. Now, we all know that election is coming up. Uh, we're pretty this is election year and it's um we're pretty close I think we end that 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 uh what quarter is this it's still the third quarter correct like me, August. yeah it is yeah yeah, yeah still certain yeah we like we like fifth like seven minutes into the third quarter you know so so we we still got we, we know it's coming fourth quarter is up you know and that's when stuff happens but um but yeah the topics we got for today uh going into that says Facebook reportedly is prepping in case Trump tries to delegitimize the election so uh it's actually some interesting stuff we, uh, we read talk, me and Mike Tatt talked it up about uh before we got on the um the show today but um we're going to definitely dive heavy into that. Uh secondly it says T-Mobile and AT&T says that it's too expensive to prove their coverage claims. So um I think that was actually pretty funny when I first went over it. It's uh it's pretty uh it's pretty interesting uh that's how um, for me, man. Oh yeah a lot of these are uh, these um mobile these these uh mobile phone uh mobile, what is it what we call it these uh, phone service providers um they have a lot of big claims but you seem like you know <laughs> to be being put to the test on some things and they 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 ducking and jiving. but you know we would we'll dive into that and then lastly says the uh an ai uh slays the top f-16 pilot in the darpa dogfight simulation so you know we all uh we, we several times we've over the course of us talking on the show, you know, we always hit the the topic of AI pretty hard, and uh, this is another another story that's come up about you know proving the uh, well some would say the dangers and others would say the 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 benefits of AI. So, um, we'll dive into that. But um, let's look at this first thing. Um, says uh, Facebook reportedly prepping in case Trump tries to de- delegitimize. Say that five times straight. <laughs> five times. Faz delegitimize the election. Um, so pretty much, what's happening? If, if, if everyone, uh, if if you've been involved uh, involved in social media for some time, and you are a, a citizen, is able to vote. You know, during these times, when when it's time for to, to 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 sway the people into you know a certain way of thinking in order to get what they want, the the political ads, the um, the uh, satirical. Uh, ads and stuff like that. When it comes to uh, politics, start going crazy on the internet. I don't know if anybody else has noticed it, but I know that I uh, forgot the guy's name. But it's somebody that uh, on you I see this YouTube ad all the time, where they are pretty much, in a way, it's slanderous. But they're uh, they're going at this guy. I forgot the guy's name, but it's talking about how how crazy his resume is and only like a Hollywood a Hollywood director would pick it up and would believe it or something like that. Are you familiar with <laughs> talking about, Mike?
1: Uh, no, no, i never seen it's, that. It's, yeah,
0: it's a, it's, a, it's a couple. It's, it's that one and several other ones. But what pretty much was happening is um, so uh, different uh, candidates when it comes to the, the presidential election, as well as other elections, maybe even local elections and stuff like that, uh, they, they go into their bag and figure out all things that they can do within their campaign to sway people into a certain way of thinking. To uh, get their vote. And in this article, what it's saying is that, see if I can find that one line. Basically, Trump is saying that uh, Facebook and Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, and Google, uh, what saying, they keep saying Google's YouTube, it's YouTube, they're out to pretty much, uh, they pr- they're pretty much out to get them. They're trying to uh, make it whereas um, if something happens where, um, you know, during the election time, either uh, votes uh, votes are lost or you know something said about his name that it's going to be because of all the things going on within social media. You also tried to say that um, he tried to uh say that something happens with the mail in votes cuz you know we're living in uh COVIDicus times as- the cold to say living in covidicus times that there's a lot of things. What basically Trump is saying is a lot of things going to people are trying to pit against him that if he doesn't win, he knows that someone cheated. So I mean, I have my 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 opinion about you know as far as Trump and Biden. I don't want to get into too much politics about that, but as far as with tech, I believe that the, the stance that I think Facebook had released, um, let me make sure I and reading it here, but um, pretty much a lot of these tech giants are saying that, um, that of course they're going to decline these claims that you know they're trying to do something to rig the election. But I mean, I think this is all just a uh, for better. No, the only word I can come up with is just a shit show to me. Honestly, I just it's people just throwing stuff back and forth, and <clears throat> I don't really believe what either one of the either the tech companies or what Trump is saying. But what you what do you have to say, say about it, Mike?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's funny that uh that trump even uh let me get into the mic a little bit because I know there's probably an echo in here, but um it's it's funny that just Trump has this like belief that uh, you know all these social networks are against him when the social networks are kind of what helped him win the election in the first place like mm. when it came to Facebook in particular like the manipulation of Facebook helped him get the elections that he wanted, so <laughs> like this this time around him. You know, because I guess they obviously know that, you know, that though that type of manipulation happens, that he has to that they have to work harder to prevent the manipulation from happening so he can't use them as his as his secondary weapon anymore. Like back when mm. what was it? What was that company? Uh uh like Cambridge Analytica. It was that was the company that was helping him try to figure out who his base was and trying to mm. identify him and stuff like that. And um, yeah, since he can't do that anymore, I guess they're no good <laughs> to him anymore. They're no use to him for real. It's like there's no point now. Now that he, since he already won, he got his base. Um, there's no point in actually using them anymore. So now he's just throwing them under the buck, under the truck for real. <laughs> so like, well, forget you Facebook, forget you Twitter, face, forget you YouTube. YouTube ain't really ever do anything for him, but he definitely made out from the advertisement and the marketing on Facebook and. His his right. his whole being able to get his message out on Twitter just keeps him running for real. So absolutely n- now that they fighting against him, now they're a problem. So right. it is what it is. Um as he says, it is what it is for real. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> so,
0: yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's yeah. funny because you know Trump is when it comes to like Twitter, he's like the the king of Twitter, man. Yeah, he's definitely with a lot of the uh the botchery that has come out about him and the things, the fallacious claims, yeah. all the type of silliness he talks about, he's definitely made Twitter's uh, stock rise. And I don't even know why. <laughs> he at this point Well, I mean, I, I would see why because in some de- to some degree that tool may not be of benefit to him as it was before. But again, I, I don't going off of just the whole like climate of what social media uh, political. Uh, Facebook campaigns and shit like that. I just think that it's like what people need to remember when it comes to the presidential, they call them campaigning, is that it's an actual marketing campaign, right? So with a marketing campaign, there's all different facets of things you are trying to, uh, different tactics you would employ to try to accomplish, you know, swaying people to be on your side, and. What I see is happening here is that Trump, because I know, you know, I know what I know. Uh, Trump is just trying to use a different story, a different narrative in order to get people on his side. Now, we know that there's been a lot of things that's happened, and I, I think this may even play into uh somewhat of why um, he took his stance against TikTok now I know we talked about some of the security things of course the TikTok some security issues that TikTok had going on but I think it all just plays into with 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 Trump trying to you know slander a lot of the social media platforms it just makes sense that all of what was happening with TikTok, he was kind of at the forefront of banning them and stuff like that. Because I think overall, this is a push that the message is there to like push people away from social media and to try to get him on his side. Like, if he can sit there, if he can discredit say that one of the more prominent um, social media platforms, TikTok, is up to uh, silliness, and up to uh, craziness, and in a lot of causing a lot of security issues, that can somehow play into. Him trying to discredit, you know, whatever happens with Facebook and Twitter and and uh, YouTube, saying that all of these social media platforms are uh, not really for the people. You know, you know how the 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 narrative may go, Mike, is that oh they're they you know they're not for the people that tend to be you know dangerous or something like that, and that you need to depend on him in some way in order for the people to be safe or to you know to get what you want. But
1: um, I mean yeah, that's. For all the people that have like social media accounts and people that have smartphones and whatnot, not that many people are actually tech savvy and particularly in America. So he's playing the market of the people that are really opposed to tech. And Mm. that's a larger demographic than people that are for tech. So like. He can he can push that agenda because he knows that there's a large percentage of people that are in agreement that are like yeah Facebook Google YouTube all those people they're collecting our data they're doing too much yeah. and they need that power taken away from them and that's a large base like they don't really need to know the details to know that they got power right you know I mean and they need to have that power taken away and he's he's playing that base right now so. It used to be that he, he used that platform to get to where he is, and now mm-hmm. he's knocking that down from under their feet, for real, from under his feet, so nobody else can use it. So nobody, yeah. th- so nobody else can potentially use that same trick and g- gamify the system to be able to get themselves up top. Because, I mean, it's for real, for real, social social media has become kind of a of a the great equalizer, for real, in a lot of ways. When it mm-hmm. comes to information, it's been able to um, equ- everybody's equally able to put out that information and get like people to see it, to see. Mm-hmm see what people don't usually get to see. And he's kind of locking that down by pushing this fight to push this agenda. And I think we talked about, yeah, we talked about it before with like the FCC and all that stuff with uh that other guy, um uh oh, what is it? A, a, a Patel or some shit like that. Uh, uh uh abject pie Abject Pie.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: <laughs> yeah, mean he 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 uh he he runs the FCC, but he used to work for Verizon and he's been Fighting against this whole net neutrality thing, yeah. and um, him fighting against net neutrality, and then Trump fighting against social media. I mean, they're basically trying to push the agenda to lock down the internet so that, and then you know, if us trying to block China altogether, they they they're doing a big job to try to push that lock down the internet of what yeah. we used to know it to be.
0: I think they all they that that's been a part of the plan anyway. It's not like it's that uh, I think you call it a chosen horse. Mike, where it's like a, yeah, they they used it as a, as a knowing that they would eventually turn against it, right? They would they used it knowing a lot of people. That's a part of people's lives now. Facebook, Twitter, Google. Like we we you know screen time on phones is definitely up from what it was ten years ago, right? So mm-hmm. they know that that's a prominent part of people's lives, and if they can find some way to discredit that, even for those who you know like, uh, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of people who are opposed to tech, or there may be people who are maybe neutral about it. They don't, you know. I, I'll say, for instance, like my grandma, you know, she's still yeah. able to vote. You know what I mean? And she uses, right. she uses, um, you know, Facebook. You know, I, a lot of these old heads says these chain messages, but they uh yeah. you know, they. She uses it, but I know at the drop of a hat, she still depends on the news. So uh, if she, if she gets on there and she hears the president of the United States saying they oh. They pretty that they, these social media platforms out to get you, you can bet your bottom dollar she's going to be like, Oh, she's going to turn against that, which is you know, she's been using all this time. So, I mean, I think at, at the end of the day, like I said, it's just be, being conscious of what's going on, it's just a ploy. Um, I, I would say for those who are taking the election seriously, uh, to just again look at the policies and what people are talking about, I um, it's gonna be difficult for me, man, honestly, just a, it's a quick as I digress a little bit, but I heard that Biden is supposed to be trying to, uh, he's trying to ban uh, cannabis like nationwide. I think he's trying to
1: do that. I don't, I don't know. I, I
0: doubt
1: it, but I don't know. It's kind of hard to make that turnaround for one. And then two, it's like, it's the Democrats that are pushing the whole marijuana agenda. So yeah, it's I often know. to try to get a vote if he's going against his base.
0: I just, but, I don't know, man. It's just, it's weird. It's just I say, it. it's getting weird out here, man. But
1: yeah, whatever, um, man. <laughs> after what you see, none of what you hear, type. Right. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't really believe in much.
0: <laughs> but uh, let's move on, man. To uh, this next, this next topic. It says T-Mobile AT T says I, I'm, I'm modifying. I'm, I'm, I'm putting the, the title that they have in here. I think it's. They, they was typing this too fast, because they probably was too. They thought it was too funny. But T-Mobile yeah. and AT and T says it's too expensive to prove their coverage claims. So what it's saying here is that I'm gonna read a little bit. Uh, article it says with claim, with carrier claims about uh, both LTE and five G coverage not always reflecting reality. The FCC has said that carriers should have to prove coverage claims. However, T-Mobile and AT and T are objecting to this claim. Objecting to this claiming that it would be too expensive for them to do so. And, and the reason why I find that funny is that, like, again, it, it's one of those, and then it talks about it in the article a little bit more as you get towards the end, how uh, they were able to embellish a lot of these uh, cellular service providers able to, like, push the envelope, like, completely embellish a lot of the things that they're able to do or their the coverages. By fans fans, it may be uh, within a rural area one person that has – you know, the, this on the map for having their coverage. And then what they'll do is they'll take that one person that may be struggling in that area to get a cell phone call. But because they have AT&T as their service provider, AT&T will say, oh, we provide services for all of this area. Right. And yeah. I think that that's, um, you know, they, they're not only just doing that within areas. This is like a nationwide thing, which is um, why I think it's <laughs> you can imagine how many places. I, I when I I had an uh, internship down in um, Aiken, South Carolina. Maybe about what's back. Wow, it's twelve years ago. So that's how long this <laughs> that's How long I've been out? Uh, about twelve years ago, and it was the U.S. You know, I ain't gonna put all of my stuff out there. But I had an internship with the government, and um, I just know that for certain areas, even if it wasn't like we wasn't close to where the the like the campus was. Uh, just that area alone, it's just very difficult to have service. It was one of those places where you had to drive like 30 or 35 minutes down the road just to get to you know a small strip mall in order to have some type of slightest bit of fun or something like that, man. But mm. um, I, I think that this is actually good for the FCC because they're um, – this is what holds a lot of these companies afloat is them being a, de- making these claims of the type of services they provide and they really don't, but it's still flying under the radar. And I, again, it's one of those things of, you know, they, someone making a claim of how great they are. And then the FCC is like, okay, well show me. And then they are trying to do all these, jump through all these holes and right. these, to try to not, you know, for them to say, oh, well, we, we cover all these areas. And then, well, the FCC says, all right, well prove it to me. And they say, well, you know it'd cost you You know as far as the dollar to the hour it would cost too much in order to prove it but just believe us anyway so i just think they try they're they up to some t-mobile and at&t we call them bs on you that's how i am
1: but uh what, yeah. you, what you guys think, Mike? i mean that's exactly that's exactly right like <laughs> like back then they had uh you know that it was wired technology then it was wireless so like we're well, wired they could get away with some of those claims where like if they put a wire down, say say it was like a neighborhood, like a city block, but only it was only one house on that block. They could put a wire down throughout that whole street to get to that one house. And then they could say that the rest of the street is covered. So that if any other buildings got there, any other houses were built, then they could hop onto that same wire that was originally laid down. So they could technically say that they were covered in that case, but, but with wireless like with wired it's it's based right there on that wire. So you know where your internet is coming from. Wireless, it's just radio waves out in the air based from a, some antenna somewhere. So like yeah. you can't guarantee that it's gonna hit you wherever you are. Like if you down and if you're in a building, you got like solar panels on your roof or something, there's no way that you can really guarantee that the wireless signal is gonna get into your building to you. And like they gotta be able to prove that. But yeah, they're running around just saying here's our here's our coverage this is how much we we have 99 percent coverage across america and then the fcc the government actually calls them out because you know we've been calling them all for years like you say 99 percent, i can't even get a signal in my kitchen like right. <laughs> but then the government comes and calls them out on and say hey we all need to prove it and they're like oh well we can't do that and, um in order for us to prove it, it's gonna be like what they say, like for twenty five percent of us, yeah, we have yeah. able to prove twenty five percent of our of our coverage costs like forty five million. Like, all right, y'all make hundreds of right, billions that- of dollars? Like, put your money up. Like, like you, yeah, we, they they even need to do that, or I guess the FCC would actually do their own third party thing and 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 tax these at these telecoms and say, all
0: right, <laughs> no, well, we just
1: want to tax y'all and then we want to go and do independent tests to make sure y'all right. If y'all can't prove y'all right, we'll do the test. Y'all y'all just going to end up having to pay us so we can go do these tests and, and let that be a third party independent organization or something that's actually testing these coverages, making sure that whatever signal they say they got is what they say they got and is authorized yeah. by the FCC. Yeah, I mean, like, this is proven by the FCC or some independent third party. And, like, but right now, yeah, they they going to they run around and say whatever because it's private business. You know, private companies can, you know, talk what they want talking to the government comes. I yeah. mean, so that, that is what it is.
0: And I think that's what the other part in here, the, the article that makes it very important is that, oh, hit the thing, is that um, it says down here, the FCC says that the accurate coverage maps matter, not just to avoid misleading the consumers. Um, but because they also determine how federal money is spent so they're saying down here that um, right. you know something about the federal subsidies with like between four billion dollars these things they're trying to figure out how to properly split these funds because you know they uh, assume that the most funds would go to the people that provide the most service so if you can kind of push it you know if they can that i guess that the game is if we, the more we're able to like show on a map per se that th- these are all the places that we cover and we can kind of avoid having to get tested for that. Of course we get extra money in our pocket and that's where this starts a whole uh downward spiral of you know people um you know the, these companies extorting the people and extorting like the I guess the government per se for funds and, and people in these companies that set the top pocket in this money you know if you if you're able to let's say pull in an extra billion dollars right <laughs> for from the from the Fties, and you don't really need that to cover anything. Well, that's a billion dollars in people's pockets, yeah, you know? Maybe. So, it's you know, so it's like, it's pretty much, it's, it's what they call a highway robbery. So it's a way to be able to uh, trick people and, and more in this particular instance, the FCC into paying, paying up more money that um, really is not needed. And I, I know, I think what happens is too, um, as far as a business stands, what people you got remember being in COVID times, a lot of businesses have just gone out of business. Like a lot of places that a lot of things that we would places we would eat, uh businesses that provide different services and everything, they're just out of business because they actually was living check to check as a business. And when when that check didn't come, you know, they had to pay employees, bankruptcies happened, all that stuff. So I'm thinking that. A lot of these companies, like AT&T, T-Mobile, they may be doing a whole lot of over... It, it, they're really overspending, right? Investing in a lot of things that they probably shouldn't be investing in. But if they're able to pocket that extra billion, two billion dollars, then they fine. So they're just trying to avoid getting tech, you know, getting uh, checked because they have to go by... They're going to have to pay that fine. You know, some people won't go to jail, uh, won't go to prison, and a lot of people won't get gonna get laid off. So
1: yeah, and, and you just reminded me because, uh, yeah, because T-Mobile is... I think they've already merged or they've been trying to get this merging going on with sprint for a while i think they might have finalized that already and i'm not i'm sure that all the technology back in isn't all together yet still so I'm sure, like it's still considered the Sprint network versus the T-Mobile network, even though they may be a joint company. Like that, that that's
0: probably yeah, it's
1: still going to the same bank account. But technically, they probably still two different networks for real. And they, if they probably want to get this plan to go into 5G, usually when it comes to uh, doing those infrastructure jobs, they they'll get uh, loans and stuff that they know they can pay back from the government. And it's, I'm sure it's like, well, if you want the government to invest in y'all building out 5G everywhere throughout the throughout the United States, y'all got to be able to prove a little bit more than these fake charts than y'all showing because these charts ain't it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just it is. Really at this point, we know that they that the reason why they are um, they 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 not trying to do it is because we they, you know they're faking. If it was something where they was able to do it. You know they just spend you know put your money up all right cool I got it boom but they don't so you already know what it's about um, right. But I hope they you know probably the Fedos the probably listening to this so I mean you got it from us. But uh, <laughs> let's jump into the the, uh, the last one. Um, this is AI slays top F sixteen pilot in DARPA dogfight simulation? So uh, you you all know we 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 have a lot of in depth conversations here on this platform about AI and the the uh, coming. Uh, apocalypse. I mean, the coming <laughs> progress of the human race <laughs> with AI, and um, I think here what we, it's we, saying is that um, we, we all know that, of course, the military is heavy into AI. If you, we've seen these um, these videos before. With uh, we have a, a robot. The one that always gets me, dude, even now when I when I look at it, is that video of they have the robot that's like running. You know how when we typically think of a robot, it's like the whole like you know very tick like, but it was like this. Robot that was running like moving right fluidly, and it was like back flipping off of stuff and doing yeah, it was, like and, break dancing uh, and stuff. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> like, <'cause the laughs> Boston Dynamic robot, the uh, Atlas robot,
0: yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, so like Robocop. Right, exactly. It was yeah. They, I think they had the uh, the little helmet on them and all that stuff like that too. But I mean, so you know that they're, they're into you know looking at the the military. They're into that. And what they're saying here is that uh, one of the the, the top F sixteen pilot. Uh, they, they, what they do here is they do simulations, I guess, to help the AI learn and things of that nature. Um, they uh, put up. They put Heron. I think I'm saying the the company's name right. It's it's H E R O N, and that the sounds simple. Well, I should be able to say that, but it could be Heron or I just don't want to say Heron because, you know, where we're from, we say Heron, we, whatever. But they made this, uh, they, have, they have this company that uh, created this AI and um, they actually was, um, it was a, um, a contest with uh, that company as well as Lockheed Martin and the AI that the smaller uh, minority owned and female run, uh, I think it's the, the owners of the company are uh, the female and minority owned. So they, the smaller company, created this AI to beat the top F-16 pilot in a World War II style uh, DARPA dogfight simulation, and um, I actually think it's interesting, it's because one, um, you know, the hero, the company is uh, female and minority owned, but, you know, more power to them, I think it's cool. But then two, um, they said here that of course there's a lot more, that lot more. Uh, Ways they have to go. I mean, they always kind of sell that to the public. Who knows? It's probably AI flying stuff now. But you know, they say there's a lot more that they have to cover in order for it to be, I guess, safe to put this, uh, put the AI pilot into action. So um, overall, I think it's, I think it's a pretty cool project. What you got to think? What you got to say about it, Mike?
1: Yeah, I mean, most most airplanes are, are AI driven now. They're the, the pilots get them up in the air and then they cut on autopilot. And then they just basically sit and make sure that it doesn't crash. Um, and then once it actually goes back to landing, I think they may can actually do some of the landing, you know, it's different planes, different planes with different pilots. So smaller planes, yeah, they still, you know, being manually flown and whatnot, but the larger like 737s and whatnot, you go to Southwest, all those joints, they for the most part are being flown um, using some type of computer, but like, they're not doing dog fighting, so it's not like maneuvering like what they were talking about here, where they're maneuvering 500 miles an hour, going nine G's and like mm-hmm. going and basically chasing the dude down. They they basically said that they did like nine or 10 runs and it got them every time within two minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and like they were they also were saying like there are some stipulations like uh, they the fact that though it can maneuver this weapon a little bit better than a human could, but it still couldn't like, but nonetheless, like a human couldn't do, uh, what do you call, uh, basic maneuvers or um, um, what do you call it? Uh, when they call them it maneuvering is like embraceive, embracive maneuvers or something like that. It's like, uh, when they just dodge and when they know that they are being tailed, oh, they
0: can basic maneuvers.
1: Yeah. Like they dodge off and whatnot. Um, Every time they tried to do that, this thing caught them within two minutes. And, like, they, they couldn't figure out how to get away from this thing. So, like, whether it had actual aiming capability or not, it stayed on their ass for the most part. And it reminded me of that movie. um It came out, like, 2005. What was that? on with Jamie Foxx and uh, a couple others. uh, uh Stealth. Yeah. Stealth. Yeah, stealth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it was like the AI flying this thing. And they, you know, they say in the article and whatnot, you know, we're not creating the AI to fly the planes all themselves. They're here to assist the pilots and help them fly better. And that's all cool and stuff until like 20 years from now, where it's a lot cheaper to just have the plane fly itself and then they just get rid of the person. So, I mean, that's all cool right now. So, yeah, it's going to assist for right now until they realize that that job is, Better served by AI if they can improve the AI to that point. But it's a matter of time. Um, nonetheless, like I just don't really appreciate the idea of using AI and you know machines in general for like weaponry for military use. Yeah, I was
0: going. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it, it,
1: yeah, it just starts crossing those lines of like uh, of of like civil of human human rights. Like when you just have machines just going, you just press a button and it basically goes off and kills a bunch of people um and that's like even with the drones that we have those are rc drones they basically remote controlled. it's just a, a big ass computer they could basically do it the, some people probably doing it from their home on some vpn somewhere just monitoring um what people are doing in other countries using those drones and they could easily use those weaponize those drones and put weapons on them put missiles on them and blow them up and then if they feel like it, they can just get artificial intelligence to do the whole thing and not even have a person at the at the at the steering wheel, at the at the controls. And
0: worry
1: about it. yeah, they, they basically say, go ahead and proceed with that mission. They hit a destination point. They say, go ahead and do that while I do something else. And I mean, that, that mostly comes from that whole laziness perspective. Like we're we too busy, <laughs> we're too busy to pay attention to the people that we're killing. Man. We got too much paperwork to do to worry about who we killing. We just well, got of kill them and then look at it, look it up later.
0: I think it's always yeah, that, I I can see that definitely the lackadaisicalness that was right. Uh But I think at uh, two the add-ins that why why um, I think it comes from a a good place where but people so the idea of AI in general is to minimize the human error um, that it takes for like computational things and that that can go into uh, just simple things like. You know, like a blender, you know, or you could say all all types of stuff. But again, like when we when we go into like weaponry and we're talking about a, a machine that is self learning, what what makes us human is that we put limiters. We we know uh, instinctively, or or at least we have the the uh, wherewithal to instinctively put a stop to some things in order to save ourselves, or to go beyond that barrier in order to push things you know forward. And I think that with what, what tends to happen going with a lot of you guys historical references uh you know really movies that we're saying when it comes to ai is that there tends to not be a, 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 a like a buffer put in between you know when enough is enough and like you know consistently developing to the point where now the machine is so self-sufficient that it is able to rival or or even uh topple what it is to be human, like the, the human feats, and yeah. then when we start to go into that, we start to play around, like you said, the human rights of like you you know, some someone started off with the good intentions of you know creating something to save lives, but you created a uh, machine that doesn't necessarily uh, understand the importance of uh, you know like true like preservation of not just life, but preservation of the of of will. Like I I think hey, we can- that. Like I'm like the
1: example I'm thinking is like we can cr- we can grow clones like now we can grow a clone of a person. The only thing that stops us is regulations and laws. Like, took like, like, <laughs> like like we already proved when we when we created that sheep and whatnot that we can technically create a clone of anything that we want to, a genetic replica of any other person. And the only thing that stops us is you know regulations and laws. It won't have the same memories and it won't it haven't gone through the same life experiences and whatnot, but you know, it still has to grow like any other human for the most part, but you can essentially create a clone. And the only thing that's stopping that is regulations and laws. So it's the same matter with this AI. It's like we're we're building something and then to the, all the way to the point that it's capable of doing it. And then the only thing that's just gonna stop is just us choosing to say no.
0: Well, what I've heard and be it to be kind of there, you can check it there, Mike, is that I've heard because I, you know, I I'm not uh I ain't never I don't think I've ever seen a clone, you know, who knows. Right. But what they say is um, they're even able to clone a person's memories. And that's where I, I kind of like, I, well, I don't know. I know you said that they don't really have necessarily like the lived experiences or those um, memories, but that they're, that in, in those circles, there talks of, you know, maybe when you are able to clone a person that you also take in that like fab, like fabrics of their, um, their memory, right? Things that they it was experienced by the original person. And I think there we kind of that, that it gets into this space of debating like what it is to be human or like the true lived experience. Because if what you call, you know, your original experience is something that can be duplicated, then like what's the point of going to like the more philosophical realm is like what is the point of really like, I guess, like are you really can you really classify every human being as unique if you can clone them, you know? But
1: Yeah, I mean, like, like this is—it's not much stuff. Like I said, time is the only thing that I've noticed that, like, we we getting completely off topic, folks. We're gonna talk about some clones stuff. (laughs) Um, When it comes to the clones, like the only thing that I know about is time. Like, you can't really—they can't speed up the the growing process of a human. So if you create another copy of me, you still have to incubate it. You still have to grow it. You still has to go through the, the. growing phase to become a full grown adult. So by that time I'm already dead and it's still trying to live its life. Um, And, you know, if somebody is there to nurture it and make sure it lives the same life experiences that I have, then yeah, sure. Probably it can. Um, What I'm scared of is the scenarios of let's let's clone a baby while it's still in incubation. I mean, like while a baby is, while somebody, while a woman is pregnant, um, let's go ahead and get that DNA out of that baby already. while it's in the stomach. Let's create another one, put it in another person real quick and then we can make two of them. And then we can just hold on to one where they're roughly the same age, no matter how old they get, they roughly the same age. And, um, mm. by like, you know, five, six month period. And then at that point, yeah, we can start, you know, having one do one thing and another do other. It's sort of like that us movie at that point. But like right now, you know, what what people already, you know, conspiracy theory and stuff like that, I'm a clone, I'm gonna take some DNA of the present, I'm gonna clone them, create them in two days. And print him out and now he's gonna run the world and we're gonna kidnap the real president type thing. How are right. that? Well,
0: no, that's that. what I was thinking. i see the 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 space of I guess cloning, I was thinking, because you know a lot of people claim, you know, we, we went through that phase back in the early uh the, the earlier part of the decade where he was saying all that, all of everybody in the music industry was part of Illuminati and people's clone and all that stuff. Now yeah. I think yeah. a lot of that stuff is silly, but what
1: they like how like, oh, Gucci Man is a clone.
0: Yeah, Gucci Man's a clone. They say that Kanye is a clone. That's why acting crazy and all that. Yeah. I mean, I my where I was thinking is that when it comes to the whole cloning thing because I don't. I, again, I don't delve deep into that stuff just because it ain't really. I don't find it uh, like super interesting, you know. But uh, that I, I was under the assumption that they could take a, like a full grown man and clone them. That's what, like not not like just taking the DNA and creating a a replica of that and then. Have it go through the incubation stage where it becomes a full functioning adult. Like you know how we start off from infancy and become adults. I, yeah. I was thinking that they take like if they, they kidnap me per se, <laughs> kidnap Mike, and then they took some of my DNA and then they made a, another full grown Mike. Kind of like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. I mean, and even Metal
1: Gear Solid, like technically they were all like in the same age range at the time. So like they cloned them young. Like when like when they did Snake. Snake was old, and you know the clones of snake was like in their early twenties type thing, so like that it was kind of like time still is a factor, and we we haven't figured out time yet like we can we could probably speed it up by like maybe a couple months in comparison, but like not not like years and in, in a matter of months
0: I gotcha, I mean. Well, a little bit. We, we that's 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 stopping right there, man. Really, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we got for y'all on the weekly tech. Right? <laughs> we was we went, uh, I mean, hey, look, this is what we do here. You know, at the end of the day, we we talk about the tech stuff, but then you know, we we just talk about we all nerds and geeks at heart, you know, so mm-hmm. and that we we go to that space, conspiracy theorists of our own right. But, um, again, uh, um, I think we had an excellent show. Uh, if you all enjoyed the show, make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Follow us on all the primary social media platforms that we're on with the Facebooks. Uh, we got uh, going, got something going on with the Instagram a little bit. We, we're in the process of uh, kind of getting that going and building that channel up. But we definitely have you on Facebook, um, and we have YouTube as well. But also, uh, for those who are just diehard podcast listeners, if you're just new to this podcast in general, you can find us on all of the primary podcasting platforms. You have Apple Music, Google Play, um, all pretty much wherever you think of going to find podcasts, that's where you can find us. You can just search us at the Weekly Tech Wrap Up, or you can go to our primary, which would actually prefer to go to our primary platform, Bohemia and you'll find all of the uh, shows we've done so far. And uh, just leave a comment, let us give us some feedback on how you feel about the shows. If you feel like we're doing an excellent job, we always uh, are open to accepting, you know, uh, more pats on the back and good jobs. And if um you just got some hate for us, we we accept that too. So, um, but that's all I got. You got anything else, Mike?
1: No, nah, man. Just just go ahead and follow us. Find us. Follow us. Listen. Keep listening. We got more coming. Stay tuned. It, man.
0: Cool, cool. Well, that's what we have for you all. It is the twentieth episode of the Weekly Tech Wrap Up. This is Mike Bennett and Mike Baker signing out. you have a nice day. Peace. Peace.